Welcome to Freedom to Retire with Jim Cipriotti, powered by Retire Ready Financial Group. You got to be prepared. If you're not prepared and you have too much risk, you may make some adverse choices. And so you need to have a plan because the downturns are going to happen. Jim Cipriotti has been helping people in the greater Philadelphia and South New Jersey areas reach their retirement goals for over two decades. We just want to make sure we're not too aggressive, not too conservative either. We want that nice mix. And that's what I help my clients with every single day. Now, Freedom to Retire. Hope you're having a great weekend. We appreciate you joining us, spending part of it with us here on Freedom to Retire with Jim Cipriotti, powered by the Retire Ready Financial Group right here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. It is our hope that by you joining us, by you listening, you can feel more confident about your retirement future, that Jim Cipriotti can help give you that freedom to retire. He's been doing just that for over 25 years now, uh, helping people in the greater Philadelphia area reach their retirement goals. So why not let Jim and the Retire Ready Financial Group help you out with that? Here's how you get started. 610-894-7415. Once again, that number 610-894-7415 or go online, retirereadyfg.com. We've got a lot we're going to cover on today's show. But before we do, let me check in with the man himself. Jim, glad to spend another uh, weekend here with you. How are you, sir? Doing great, Chris. Hard to believe Fourth uh, of July weekend has come and gone mm-hmm. already. I mean, this year is just flying by. It seems like it was just January or February <laughs> uh, just a couple of days ago. But uh yeah, just enjoying the summer. Uh, got to spend some time with friends and family over the past couple of weeks. So just uh, hoping to do a, a bit more of that before the summer is through. And that's really what it's all about is spending time with friends and family. And that actually kind of ties into uh, what, what I'll start off with, Jim. Uh, a recent study found that 50% of people, they're more likely to listen to the advice of those people, of the friends and family over an expert in the field. Now, I understand that because, you know, they they, they grew up with them and, and, and they know each other's histories and things like that. But I have to wonder, do you have clients who started out their retirement planning this way, listening to the advice of friends and family over a professional like yourself? And, and what made them change their mind to, to come in and see you? Uh, yeah, Chris, I, I mean, I've personally heard of, you know, just so many people taking financial advice from their friends and family, mm-hmm. you know, just countless occasions I can think of. Uh, you know, there's just something warm and comforting when we get guidance from people we've known a long time. Yeah. No doubt about it. And plus, I think people are just more relaxed when they're listening to financial advice from friends and family because, those same friends and family members really have nothing to gain from offering any sort of advice. In mm-hmm. other words, they're, you know, they're, you're, you're not being sold on anything. Um, but if you take a, a step back and really think about the times that we have been given financial advice from our friends, uh, more time than, than not, it's, it's something along the lines of you know, something like, hey, Jim, you know, here's, a, here's a great stock pick. Check this company out. They're about to take off. You know, yeah, you know what I mean? Something like quick and off the cuff. You know, people typically chat amongst their friends about, you know, other things like maybe Social Security and, oh, when's the, when do you think is a good time? When did you start? Okay, you know, that's interesting. Uh, you know, and you'll hear if you ask 10 different friends, you're going to get 10 different reasons, you know, why some people are going to say, oh, yeah, you got to start beginning collecting at 62. And, uh, you know, what I did is I invested the difference and I uh, made a, you know, much more money than I would have, you know, if I left the Social Security there. And then you're here, you know, another 10 friends giving you know, a bunch of reasons why it's best to wait until 70 because they love collecting that much larger check. And, you know, but look, more often than not, we, we tend to pay extra attention to our friends, especially the ones who are wealthy, you know, because when they speak and give us advice, we automatically assume because they're so wealthy and successful. And it's just human nature to just assume that their financial advice is worth its weight in gold. And sometimes the financial advice from someone who's worth a few million bucks could end up being detrimental or harmful to, to someone who has just, you know, a couple of hundred thousand dollars saved for retirement. Like if they suggest investing in a certain stock or fund and, 
it has you know a, a higher amount of risk that that multimillionaire might be able to stomach mm-hmm. losing a couple hundred thousand bucks whereas the bad investment could just completely derail someone who uh, has not saved as much for uh, retirement. And you touched on something there that I think is a very valuable thing to bring up. Obviously, listening to friends and family, important. People do it all the time. But when your friends and family speak, they are speaking to their experience, what they know, what worked for them. And that's that's fine, but I'm willing to bet that your situation is going to be a little bit different. And rather than go from a sample size of one, you know, having professionals on your side, like like Jim, who's been doing this for over 25 years, uh, countless examples to, to work from and to, to really find what uh, is going to work best for you. Because when it comes to retirement, I think that's what's most important to anyone is is their own retirement, right? For sure, for sure. So what I do instead of focusing on these hot stock picks or these you know get rich quick uh, techniques, what I've been doing is just helping my clients over the past 25 years in, in mapping out how to best prepare for how you're going to generate income, for example, during retirement. The, the same types of investments that helped grow our monies during our uh, 30s, 40s, and 50s they're typically not the best when it comes to generating a, a lifetime of monthly income. And I can think of a couple that came in recently to my Radner office, Radner, Pennsylvania office. Uh, they came in a few weeks ago after hearing me uh, on uh, right here on 1210 a bunch of times, and they were concerned because they were doing the math. And they said, look, if the market doesn't continue to grow at, at 6 to 8% over the next 10 or 20 years, they did the math and they realized that their retirement savings might not last them for the rest of their lives. Huh. Uh, and, and the reason this couple is coming to mind right now is because um, their nephew just graduated college around two years ago and got his financial advisory license just then. And they were they were talked into becoming a client of his. And they invested in a, in a few different growth funds that were doing well you know, a couple of years ago. But the issue is that they lost so much money in 2022 from the market dropping because they had uh, they were continuing to take monthly withdrawals because they needed it for for extra income, but because the balance was going you know was, was going down also, um, you know even in in recent uh, weeks when the balance seemed to be increasing a little bit, the balance uh, wasn't really recovering enough, you know not even the big thrust you know that we had over the past several weeks mm. it wasn't really doing much so, it, uh, so what stuck out to me in particular was that the funds, the mutual funds and the investments that their nephew selected were much more aggressive. In fact, they were the same investments that people his age, the nephew's age, people in their 30s or 40s should be investing in and certainly not geared towards folks who are in their mid-60s. So it was just such a large percentage of their money was invested in these these high-risk growth funds. And it was, you know, a lot of those similar types of investments that were um, that were not appropriate. So the, the nephew probably would have been doing well if he invested in these himself sure. because he has got a much longer time horizon. And maybe it's because the nephew didn't have that many years of experience under his belt. But but look, when retirees are pulling money out of their investments, say, each month, uh, and if the investments also happen to be dropping in value, just like they bit, did back in 2022, it becomes a major red flag because balances can be negatively impacted substantially when you have the investments declining at the same time that you're making withdrawals. And if you tack on top of that, like a 1% financial advisory fee on top of the withdrawals and on top of the decline in value, now you have an issue. Mm-hmm. It really snowballs uh, and, there, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So um, look, the bottom, mo- most people in, the, in, their, in their 60s or 70s don't have the time to wait in order for the investments to grow back because they need a continuous supply 
in the form of income uh, to uh, of that money each month because you have bills coming in <laughs> each month that need to be addressed. So if you're listening right now and wondering if your investments are appropriate for your age uh, or uh, appropriate for how many uh, years away from retirement you might be, I would personally be happy, more than happy to give you a complimentary second opinion. I'm an accredited investment fiduciary. Uh, like you mentioned, Chris, over 25 years of experience under my belt, just helping people in the greater Philadelphia, South Jersey, Delaware areas. Um, we just don't want to wake up one day and realize that there's more that we could have been doing to safeguard our life savings. So if you're between the age of 50 and 75, it really doesn't even matter if you're a few years away from retiring or if you're already retired. Um, I still want to talk with you because I'd be more than happy to, to share you know, my thoughts with you. So give my office a call now. Someone from my team will take down your name and your phone number. You're not going to be on the show. Don't worry. They will take down your name and number, and they'll set up a phone call with uh, you and I for sometime this upcoming week. So the number to call, 610-894-7415. Once again, 610-894-7415. And the call and the, the review of your investments, it's going to be with me personally, and it's completely complimentary. Certainly worth taking a, a second set of uh, eyes, having a second set of eyes on your uh, plan as you're entering into retirement. And that couple that you spoke of just now, you know, not to not to speak ill of their nephew by any means, but uh, it sounds like he is more focused on the accumulation and, and you know, for, for younger investors. But as you get closer and closer to retirement, as you just mentioned, uh, it is important to kind of shift that mindset. That is why the show is called Freedom to Retire. That is why uh, it's Jim Cipriati and the Retire Ready Financial Group. It's right there in the name. That's what they want to help you out with. So if you've got questions or you just want that second opinion, 610 894 7415. Because when you do retire, the paycheck stops from your job. But I mean, does it have to? How are you going to cover your monthly living expenses? Morningstar interviewed Carrie Pector, editor of the Retirement Income Journal. Here's what he said. The simplest approach is just to figure out what it's going to cost you a month to live, figure out what you're going to get in Social Security, take the difference, and then you have to think about how can I make that difference? How can I bridge that gap? in a way that's palatable to me and that gives me the protection from risk that makes me feel secure so that I'm not sitting there watching CNBC every night and wondering whether I'm going to run out of money when I get older. So this sounds like something where an annuity could come into play. What are your thoughts on that, Jim? Uh, well, Chris, it is true. We absolutely, positively need to be covering our basic living expenses mm -hmm. uh, with monthly income after we retire and after the paycheck stops. And it's, it's pretty crazy to think about it, but if you retire in your early 60s, and let's say you, you live until your, your early 90s, that could be very well over uh, you know, 30 years of your life. That's 30 years. That's a lot of time yeah. without a paycheck from work rolling in. And if you're married, you know, your investments and your savings and your resources and all, they, they may have to provide for the lives of you and your spouse mm -hmm. for 30 years, two people for 30 years. And the tricky part about it is that technically, when you think about it, we're all heading into retirement completely blindfolded. I, I mean, really think about it. None of us have any idea what's going to happen in the stock market next month, let alone what the market's going to look like 10 years from now, 20 years. Uh, and if the stock market just, you know, if it keeps going up and up and up forever, which we know it doesn't do that. But if it does, we're all going to be filthy rich and not have a care in the world about our finances. But look, on the flip side of the coin, what happens if the market isn't that great? Um, you know, even over the next several years. And if we're relying on that stock market to get us through 30 years of retirement, we might be heading into a world of disappointment. Uh, just ask anyone who retired at the beginning of the early 2000s. 
Most of them had great investments, five-star mutual funds. I've met many people in our area uh, who had great stuff, but the investments were no match against the dot-com bubble, uh, September 11th and those events, and the, back in 02 when we declared war uh, with Iraq and Afghanistan, and in 08 when we had the housing market crisis. Uh, you know, and I, I, I have people coming to mind right now who were, who were worth you know, two million, three million bucks in the year 2000, and who were down to their last 30 grand by the time 2010 oh, wow. rolled around. The stock market is just not reliable enough, Chris. It's, it's unforgiving in these, these events that you mentioned. They're, they're out of our control, you know, you and I and, and the listeners out there. So uh, we talk all the time about the importance of being able to control what you can control. So how do, how do we make sure that we've got sustainable income if the market is so unpredictable? There's just something very comforting about having a portion of our money earmarked for stability and security. Uh, I mean, there's a couple that came in to see me a couple of months ago. They came in from uh, Gilbertsville, actually, which is about uh, 35 minutes, almost 40 minutes, but they uh, came into my Radnor office, uh, which is pretty close to King of Prussia, my office, right behind the Radnor Hotel uh, on Lancaster Avenue. And I'm, I'm there right in that big Radnor Financial Center. That's where my, my office is. So, so yeah, they've been listening to my show for a couple of years, but they, they finally reached out because they heard me talking about how I've been helping my clients in planning out how to best generate income from their retirement investments. And what we did is we, we sat down, got to know each other a little bit better, shared some laughs, and then we just started in mapping out some of their basic expenses, no big deal. And we calculated that they needed about 75 grand a year to cover their basic expenses. Uh, but we also wanted to you know put a cushion in there for some extra money for travel, sure. home repairs. They had grandkids they were showing me pictures of. They loved their four grandkids. Uh, they wanted to have you know gifts built into their budget for the grandkids. Mm -hmm. And they were also telling me about how the... Uh, they both loved to, to take some rides down to Atlantic City to the casinos there. So we wanted to create some extra cash flow for fun and entertainment. Um, so when we did the calculating, what I saw was that they had Social Security coming in combined between the two of them. It was right about 50,000, 51,000, something like that. And the wife also had a small pension from an older job. She was working there, I think, eight years back in the 90s. So the pension was uh, five grand a year. So that was 55 grand. They wanted 75. So they had a gap of around $20,000 a year from an income needs standpoint. Mm -hmm. And the husband was just too nervous about putting the money uh, that was in their IRAs, putting it in the stock market. In fact, what he did, he put it at, he pulled it out and he put it into that stable, uh, like the stable fund within his uh, retirement account. Okay. He did that shortly after Biden got into office because he didn't just have a uh, he didn't have a good feeling at all about <laughs> yeah, where things were headed. Sure. And, uh, you know, he's been keeping his, his eye on the market. He's got his finger on the pulse. And even though the market did go up a, a bit uh, in the past several weeks, it still wasn't enough to kind of give him that warm, fuzzy feeling, that confidence about going back into the market. Um, he just did not want to lose the money. So um, even when Biden got he was telling me when Biden did get into office, his investments went down about 30 grand. Mm. And he was telling me all the things he could have bought with that 30 grand, like redoing his deck and um, his wife wanted, wanted to redo their master bathroom. And she was saying, you know, I could have had a couple extra trips to the casino and all that. <laughs> so they were thinking about all the things they could have done with that money that they lost. So they didn't want to lose the money. So what I was able to do uh, for this couple from Gilbertsville is I was able to, to show them how putting a portion of their IRA savings into an annuity that was able to cover both of their lives. Uh, with sending them monthly income and how uh, it was able to generate 
that additional $20,000 per year that they needed uh, to, to be financially comfortable. And, you know, like I said, there's, there's just something to say about that, that stability and security when you know your retirement income each month is coming from a dependable source. Mm -hmm. I mean, most of these annuity companies have been around over 100 years. Uh, most of them don't keep the money when you pass away. That's, uh, there's some wacky ones out there that still do that, but 99% of them just give you the full balance. They don't keep any of the uh, unused money anymore. That's silly. Um, you know, these companies have been through world wars. You know, they're, they've, they've been through the thick of it. They've been through all types of market cycles. Uh, and the ones with these really high financial ratings, they're also the ones right now, today, because of inflation, are, are offering these very high monthly payouts. You know, the rates in these things are through the roof lately. So if you're listening now and thinking that you'd like to have, you know, a secure way of generating some income from your investments for the rest of your life, give my office a call. And we can set up a time, you and I, uh, where we can just explore these, these possibilities and uh, get your questions answered and show you some examples of how it could be a fit. Or at least maybe get some information going. So mm -hmm. that way, you know, you can be in, as an, informed of an investor as possible. So the number to reach my office, once again, 610-894-7415. Once again, 610-894-7415. Uh, yeah, because people heading into retirement and, uh, you know, we want to be enjoying retirement and just feeling good and confident uh, when it comes to our finances and our cash flow. It gives us a really good uh, vibe the way we interact with folks when we're in a good mood. Absolutely. Regardless of whatever your retirement dreams are, and it's going to vary widely from from person to person, couple to couple, hopefully couples are aligned in that. But I think uh, having one that is as free of worry as possible, as free of uh, uh, stress about the markets, making sure that, uh, you know, uh, it, the money is going to last as long as they do. I think that's pretty universal. And having a conversation, putting a plan in place can go a long way to taking on those concerns and worries. And again, this conversation with Jim is going to be complimentary. So give a call 610-894-7415 and get on Jim's calendar for the coming week. Higher interest rates as of late have forced two big financial institutions to ditch the traditional portfolio of 60% stocks and 40% bonds, the old 60-40 split. Uh, BlackRock and Vanguard are moving on to other asset allocations designed to weather this inflationary climate better. Jim, I have to wonder, what is your stance on the 60-40 portfolio? And, and do you think that there's another allocation uh, that works best for your clients, or does it really depend on, on each case? Uh, great, great question for the show today, Chris. Um, and I know for a fact, because I have sat down and spoken with thousands and thousands of people here in the greater Philadelphia area over the years, and so many of you listening right now have this 60-40 mix. Mm -hmm. uh, so I want to spend a good amount of time talking about uh, this today. It, it's kind of like the old dinosaur, we call it in the, you know, in the financial industry, the 64. <laughs> These big firms, the biggest ones, BlackRock's the one of the world's biggest. Vanguard, Fidelity, they're finally, finally coming to the realization that when they recommend 60% of someone's money to go in stock and 40% into bonds, that means they're literally putting that 40% of people's money in bond funds, which have been absolute dogs for the past 10 years. Uh, for example, if you can you look for yourself, if you go onto Vanguard's website, vanguard.com, click on the performance tab of, of some of their mutual funds, then click on the fixed income tab. Uh, that's what they call their bond funds. It doesn't say bond fund. It'll say fixed income. Uh, and look up some of the bond funds uh, that they offer, like the uh, like there's the Ginnie Mae fund, uh, the bond fund. Uh, look at the 10-year performance. It earns an average of something like 1.3% per year for the past 10 years. 
look up their their intermediate term bond fund, which is kind of like the Goldilocks, not short term, not long term, right in the middle, intermediate. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, it's one of their most popular ones that they offer. Um, the the it averaged a, a whopping something like one point seven per year, mm. and they also offer a, a fund called inflation protected bonds. Um, which are such a joke because if you look at how they did over the past year when we had high inflation, these bond funds were actually down about four and a half percent. So how the heck is that protecting investors against inflation? No, it's right in the right. title. Yeah. So uh, the, the, these are the 10 year average. So I'm not picking on one bad year. Look, these are 10 year averages and people in the greater Philadelphia area have a lot of their money invested in things that are in that mid 1% range. And I'm here to say it's an absolute waste of investors' time. Um, I, I spoke with a guy just recently from Plymouth Meeting who thought um, he didn't have anything. No, Jim, I don't got any bond funds. Uh, but when I looked at his statement, he had the Vanguard 2020 fund. And uh, when we pulled up, I, you know, I already know that that fund has, is comprised of a big portion of bonds, but I wanted him to see it. So I pulled it up on the Vanguard website where you can see it says there's a tab that says portfolio composition. That's like, like the ingredients of what's in that, you know, just like when you get food or, you know, look at the package and you look at the ingredients yeah. on it. It's no different. The Vanguard 2020 fund, he was so surprised when I showed him that there, it was riddled with those same bond funds um, that, uh, you know, like those intermediate term, but all those ones that were getting around in the 1% range. There was something like thirty uh, percent of the of the twenty twenty fund had those bonds, so we're talking some main ingredients, and you can find this by just looking at the top holdings of each fund. So you can imagine, you know, the look on his face, Chris. He was uh, he was pretty surprised. And I, I have to imagine that's not a uncommon situation where people don't actually know what their what their investments, what their accounts actually are holding in there, right? Uh, not at all. In fact, um, most people don't know to look for it. They just assume, okay, I'm going to do 60-40. That's what Vanguard said. So that's what I'm going to do. And and I'm just going to buy and hold and hope it works. So one of the ways I've been helping my clients lately is to take advantage of these really high interest rates that are being offered nowadays. We're, we're in a period of much higher than usual inflation. We all know it. Mm-hmm. Um, these Vanguard uh, money managers, these financial advisors, a lot of them don't get paid their same fee if you put your money in their CDs. Now, Vanguard doesn't have CDs, but they link up with banks, and there's banks that are on their website. And so you would have to request to say, hey, what are the CD rates instead of this 1% bond fund? And Vanguard could do it for you. Fidelity can do it. Uh, they're all linked up with these big major banks. Uh, so they'll be able to keep your – you could keep your money right at Vanguard or Fidelity. You don't have to roll the money out into a different bank. And these uh, CDs are FDIC insured. And you can get them now at rates at, you know, five, five and a quarter uh, for even a three-month CD or a six-month CD. I, I think Citizens, I heard a client saying they, they got one five and a half percent for a nine-month CD. Wow. And I'm not sure if they're still offering mm-hmm. it, though. But the, the point is here that if 40% of your portfolio is only earning in the 1% range or 2% range, um, if I were you, I would not settle for that. I would want to be exploring other choices. And all it takes is about five or 10 minutes to call these firms uh, and to get them to switch some of your 40% bond money uh, over to these 5% FDIC insured CDs. And uh, the second reason I think it's a good idea to migrate in this direction instead of bonds and these these awful target date funds um, is because no one, and I mean no one, sees, sees the Fed's cutting, cutting interest rates mm-hmm. in the short term. 
Um, and uh, no one even really sees these uh, those uh, super low interest rate levels that we had when COVID hit. You know, no one sees that coming back anytime soon. Anyway, they did it because COVID hit. So these rates with these CDs should remain around the same level, in my opinion, for the next one to three years. Um, and don't forget these fixed annuity rates, too. They're out there also. They're also in that mid 5% range. Uh, but getting back to the original question here uh, about that 60% stock and 40% bonds, um, there's some companies that label your statements as fixed income, like I was telling you about the Vanguard situation, instead of writing out the word bonds. So when I ask people, okay, what do you have in bond funds? They'll say, oh, I, I don't got anything in bonds. But you have to look for that phrase fixed income. So it, it makes investors a little bit confused as to what they actually have. And this could be going on within your, your 401k. And these, these uh, 401ks, 403bs, it doesn't matter. All these big retirement accounts, almost all of them offer those target date funds, which are riddled with bonds. They've been so toxic over the past several years mm -hmm. because they have such a large component in those 1% to 2% uh, uh, type of uh, earning rates for these bond funds. Uh, so look, the bottom line here is that if you're unsure about what you have, now is the time to take advantage of these really high interest rates, uh, the ones in the 5% range, because they're, they're not likely to be offered uh, within these, these, these target date funds or your 60-40 mix. You got to get outside of the box to contact your firm to, to see how you can get them. And look, if you're listening and you're over 59 and, and a half years of age, you're not stuck in that 401k, most likely. You may actually be eligible to roll over a portion of your 401k or IRA without having to pay any taxes because it's a rollover and no fees. It, it's so easy, by the way. You just uh, to do a rollover. It's all done over the telephone. You just uh, you, you call the, the place that handles your 401k, whether it's Vanguard or Fidelity or Principal or T-Row or TIAA or wherever. And it's just a simple 10-minute phone call. Um, doing it with a financial advisor on the line with you is probably recommended, someone mm -hmm. like myself, because uh, this is what I've been helping my clients uh, take advantage of in the recent months with rates being so good. So look, even if you're working with a financial advisor, um, but sometimes people are just not seeing a whole lot happening with their, their balances. They're not seeing a lot of growth or hearing about these 5% rates, but they're looking at their balances and their balances are flat. They're going up and down sideways it might be time for that second opinion from someone like me who is a fiduciary uh, and the number to call and, and reach me to set up a time to discuss it is 610-894-7415. Once again, 610-894-7415. And what we'll do when you call that number, someone from my team will take your name and number. We'll set up a meeting. It could be a Zoom meeting. It could be an in-person meeting. Uh, at either my Radnor, Pennsylvania office or my Marlton, New Jersey office. But now's the time to get that money uh, at, at these better rates if you can. The number, once again, 610-894-7415. And that's if you're interested in setting up a complimentary second opinion of your investments from me personally, Chris. Again, not going to cost you anything but your time. Earlier in the show, we mentioned, you know, not necessarily having these same uh, investments the same, the same mindset uh, as you did when you were in your younger years. And this is another one of the situations, not necessarily because of, of you being in a different phase of life, but just because the 60-40 portfolio, uh, it's just not really feasible anymore. So having a second set of eyes on it, uh, being able to show you if there is, in fact, a better way to, to get you equipped, to give you that freedom to retire, 610-894-7415. It's not just getting to retirement or 
through retirement, but beyond that, you know, if you're planning on leaving your kids an inheritance, well, I want you to listen to what this couple, Steve and Joyce from TikTok, uh, what their plans are. Morning, kids. Mom and dad here having our first cup of coffee here in Florence, Italy. That's right. Your inheritance in our cup, and we're drinking it one cup at a time all over the place. We managed to do it from a long ways away this time in Florence, Italy. Italy. Here's to you, kids. We love you. Love you. Now, I suppose there's a chance that they could always change their mind. Uh, I have to wonder, what, what do you tell clients that are sitting on the fence over the question of, you know, uh, leaving an inheritance for their, their, their children? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, look, just about every single person listening to, to our show right now, Chris, has accumulated some money over the years. Otherwise, why else would you be listening to a, a financial show about retirement planning if you have no money to use for, <laughs> yeah. for retirement planning? So everyone is, is uh, in this boat pretty much that's listening. So. What I'm going to do is I'm going to share some ideas right now that can help our listeners when it comes to passing down money to our kids or grandkids, et cetera. I mean, uh, we talked in previous shows about how important it is to do like some of the simple things that are free, like to put a beneficiary on your bank accounts, your checking accounts, your savings accounts, the money at the money um, at the credit unions. Um, you just walk into your bank and ask them for a POD form. It stands for payable on death. This can save your kids so much time and aggravation and delay uh, if something were to happen to you. Plus, it saves your kids the expense of the um, of these bank accounts that you have. If you don't have anything on there, they have to go through probate, which is where the court decides who actually gets that money. And, and the best part is about these PODs is you put the beneficiary on so the bank knows who to cut the check to. Uh, and it's free. You don't need a lawyer to set this form up for you. Uh, you don't need a, a trust or anything like that. You just literally walk into the bank, request the form, get your kids or whomever you'd like listed as your beneficiary on the POD form. Now, they're not going to be the owner of the account. They have no own, they have no control over the money. They're not going to get your statements or anything. You're the owner. You maintain ownership, but they're just going to be the beneficiary. So if something happens to you, they present a death certificate and a copy of their driver's license and the money is typically released. And if you have bank accounts, and CDs and all of these things set up at banks all over the city, uh, different banks. I promise you that you're going to give your family such a headache <laughs> if you pass away and they have to go driving all over the town, uh, all these different banks and all these different forms and everything. Uh, so consolidate, you know, up to the FDIC limit, but you don't need to have uh, 14 different bank accounts. Sounds like a headache, probably just describing it, right, Chris? Oh, absolutely. And you know, it's it's already an emotional time. You know, the loss of a loved one, if, you know, especially a parent, uh, and then having to deal with with this stress in addition is something that can be avoided with, with planning. What what else can people, uh, you know, what else do they need to take into consideration? Yes, yes. So here's some here's some important ones because when it comes to protecting our kids, most people listening right now would agree that they would, without a question, probably take a bullet for their kids. Mm -hmm. I mean, in fact, we spend our whole life protecting our kids and our family, you know, mama bears, papa bears, everyone that we were, we're protectors. So even though we would take a bullet for our kids, how many parents right now listening would take a tax hit for their kids? And what I mean by that is, would you pay taxes now on your IRA accounts or your 401ks uh, so that your kids don't have to pay income tax? when they take withdrawals from those IRAs and 401ks that they later inherit from you. So let me just be a little bit more clear about what I'm talking about here because it's very important. If you're listening right now and if you have money built up in your traditional IRAs or your 401ks or your 403b, um, your profit sharing plan, your SEP IRA, 
thrift savings plan, your deferred comp with the city, uh, your 457 plan, um, all of those. Uh, listen up, because a lot of folks don't know that your kids are going to have to claim that entire account balance that they inherit from you as income on their tax return. You heard me right. If you have a big balance in your account, that money uh, is going to go onto your kids' tax returns as income. It's, and it's going to get stacked on top of your son's income and your daughter-in-law's income or whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. They might already be in a high tax bracket. It gets stacked on top of their income, which could very well turn into a major tax hit. Because if you pass away, let's say, in your 80s and your uh, son and daughter uh, or your kids inherit the money when they're in their 50s, they're probably already going to be in a, in a high tax bracket because they're making decent money of their own. And if you take the tax hit now for them on the flip side, if you do it now, take the bullet for them uh, by maybe converting your retirement funds into a Roth IRA. So that means you, you pay the taxes now, you get it over with. Then your kids don't have to claim those big, huge account balances as income on their tax return when they inherit that money as income. Uh, so this has been such a hot topic because taxes are now at a discount thanks to President Trump and his tax cuts. So what do I'd like to do at this point in the show is to offer something very, very important to our, our fellow 1210 listeners. So uh, grab a pen, grab a, grab a piece of paper, grab your phone, because what I'm going to offer you to the, uh, it's actually going to be just the next five people that call into the show. Um, but you have to have over $250,000 of, of money saved for retirement. And this is not including real estate because I'm not able to advise you on that. Mm -hmm. um, but you need to be the, between the age of 50 and 75 as well for this particular offer. And what I'm going to do for these five callers is I am going to personally build a completely comprehensive retirement plan to show you ways to help maximize your Social Security benefits, uh, I'll show you uh, ways to help maximize your retirement uh, investments so that they can help in generating monthly income for the rest of your life. And I'm going to show you things that you probably don't know about the Roth IRAs and Roth conversions. And remember, you can be any age and you can make any amount of income to do a Roth conversion, folks. So I'm going to teach you also uh, some techniques on how you can best map out your RMDs, that's those required minimum distributions when you're in your 70s. We, we wanna be paying the IRS the absolute least amount possible throughout your entire retirement. And the IRS isn't gonna give you a lick of advice or guidance, that's not their job. Mm -hmm. But a tax planner like myself can guide you through the tax jungle, at least when it comes to these retirement ways to minimize taxes uh, through our retirement savings. And I'm gonna teach you ways to take advantage of these Trump tax cuts. They're only gonna be around for now, we're at less than two and a half years. So you need to begin taking advantage of them now because procrastinating until two years from now, until the tax cuts are about to expire, you're likely to not benefit nearly as much as if you were to begin taking advantage early. If you have questions or concerns about reaching your retirement goals, then give the Retire Ready Financial Group a call, 610-894-7415, or visit us online at retirereadyfg.com. Retire Ready Wealth Management is not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Retire Ready Wealth Management is licensed in your state, please call 610-704-2792.
Retire Ready Wealth Management is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through James Cipriati, Pennsylvania Insurance License 366900. Investment advisory services offered through Impact Partnership Wealth LLC, a Securities and Exchange Commission registered investment advisor firm. IPW and Retire Ready Financial Group are non affiliated firms. Registration is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean the advisor has achieved a specific level of skill or ability. Investing involves risk. There's always the potential of losing money when you invest in securities. Asset allocation, diversification, and rebalancing do not ensure a profit or protect against loss in declining markets. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. IPW, its affiliates, and its investment advisor representatives do not provide legal tax or accounting advice. You should consult your legal and or tax professionals before making any financial decisions. Please be advised that you may conduct securities transactions only by speaking directly with your investment advisor representative, either by phone or in person.